Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to Move, a podcast which is hosted by me, Jamie Lang, and my business partner, Ed Williams. Now, in 2012, Ed and I founded our confectionery business, Candy Kittens, a business which I'd actually dreamed of having ever since I was six years old. And honestly, we wouldn't have achieved half of what we've been able to without all the amazing tips and advice we picked up along the way. Move stands for Motivation, Opportunity, Vision, Entrepreneurship. And each episode of the podcast, we're bringing you the stories of founders, innovative thinkers, entrepreneurs and winners who show us all what's possible with hard work and focus. So whatever you're moving towards, we hope today's guests will open your eyes to what you can achieve. This is Move. Ed, you're going to be excited because you love food, you love burgers, you're going to love the guests today. I am excited. So today we're chatting to Joe Grossman, founder of Patty and Bun, in my opinion, probably the best burger in London. Joe founded the business 10 years ago. They've now got eight standalone sites. They do stacks and stacks of events around the country, and he's just so inspiring. The best thing about Joe, which I love, is that he's always said he's unemployable. And that's what <laughs> I kind of slightly relate to. He is a very eccentric guy. He's an interesting person. Ed, cannot wait for this guest to happen. Let's do it. Here we go. Joe Grossman, Patty and Bun. Party time. All right, here we go. Uh, bonjour. Bonjour, <laughs> man. Hey, guys. How Great to be here. Thank you, Joe. No, good to see you. Dude, are you, did you wake up this morning and you were like, holy it's shit. Jacked. I'm excited. Jacked. No, I was jacked up, mate. Big time. I was on the Versa Climber at 6.30 a.m. Boom, 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 boom. No, but I hadn't had much sleep because of the eight-month-old... Uh, She's she's wild. Well, this is the thing with you, man. Like, so Joe, you and I, we 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 bump into each other in the gym a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. you do this kind of thing. Just so. putting it out there. Jamie works out. <laughs> <laughs> but in the morning, it's true. You know, Joe's always there. You're up. You've got an eighth month year old baby. You've got a mm. wife. You're running a business. Yeah. Uh, you're getting up every single day to go and train. And do you, do you have that routine every single day? Does that keep your head ticking? Yeah, definitely, mate. I mean, you know, some. Look, everyone's different, but I am a lunatic when it comes to needing that routine. Hundred percent, like you know, sounds naff. Healthy body, healthy mind. But I mean, you know, for me, I can't. I, I genuinely can't operate if I don't exercise. So, but and, and also, you know, endorphins and all that jazz. But I just think you operate a hundred ten million times percent better when you're feeling fresh and healthy. Yeah, and that's yeah. slightly ironic considering Patty and Bun is premium filth. <laughs> but I couldn't agree with you. Ed, do you have that as well? I found that out. I found that out later in life, mm. weirdly. Yeah. Where uh, at school, we take it for granted. You know, uh, we all went to schools where we had the ability to play sport every mm. single day and had those opportunities yeah. out there. But we took that very much for granted because <laughs> so every single day we were playing in a team mm. or playing a sport and our endorphins were being raised and all those different yeah. things. Yeah. And throughout your 20s, your focus goes to other places like partying or whatever yeah, yeah, it yeah. is. And you kind of then 
disregard your own body, yeah. which means you then disregard your own head, which yeah. is your meant to be the healthiest thing. And so when you start training again, it puts you back on that kind of routine road yeah. to be yeah. structured and disciplined in I your think, life. I think, yeah, mate, you've hit the nail on the head there. Like, you know, structure, discipline, I think... I've, you know, I'm not, I've done a couple of, you know, I've done a marathon, I've done a half Ironman just because I like the challenge. But I think when you, you know, it's, it's definitely something in my psyche in terms of like it's aligned to the same sort of drive that I have, that we have a light at Patty, which is you're always trying to improve. I guess that's what I was going to ask, Joe, is how do you, does that kind of discipline and structure then roll over and spill over into the path of um, Yeah, 100%, mate. I think... You know, we're we're a brand, and and very much, you know, it's, it's a personality, you know, driven brand, and we've got an incredible team of like individuals. But essentially, you know, we're always pushing to improve, and I think that is it's the same. You know, I run parallels with you know when you know I see Jamie like working hard in the gym, but <laughs> yeah, but you know, you you want to push yourself and you want to try and improve. You get one shot in life, and I think. It's important if you've got an opportunity and we've, you know, we've carved out a really great opportunity, I think, in Patty with, you know, the brand and where we're sort of moving towards. It's the same principles with, you know, wake up and try and sort of get your shit right. And is that something you kind of try and instill in the team as well? Is that sort yeah, of definitely. Yeah, definitely. I got everyone down KXU to do a spin yeah, session yeah, yeah, the other yeah, day. Yeah. Some were loving it. Some Did were like, you, you motherfucker. <laughs> but, um, excuse my French. But they, it's, it's great. You know, obviously it's like team bonding, yeah. but we have a really tight team and it's, you know, you're working with people that you love working with and you're spending a lot of time together and it's sort of, you know, if we're, if I'm, if this sort of mantra of trying to sort of push forward and improve ourselves daily you know, it, that we do in Patty, then that should be outside and inside work, like, all the time. That should 100%. be, a, it's a lifestyle. Yeah. I mean, it's very much a mental... But, Joe, yeah. have you been that from, you know, you're talking about being sort of constantly challenging yourself, constantly pushing yourself yeah. forward, uh, being part of a team. Have you been mm. like that ever since you were a kid? Have you, um, were, were you an outsider? Going back here. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're going, going back. back to the roots, Jamie, baby. Jamie's like, we're going to ask you up. about your childhood. I'm going to go, like, this is like being on the shrink couch. <laughs> I want to know about um, those abandonment yeah, issues. Yeah. There it is, baby. <laughs> Mum and dad, I love you. The, uh, I think, I definitely, you know, there, there comes, I think there was, I, I wouldn't say like, you know, as a kid, I, you know, I was like always trying to push and da 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 I was, I was really ambitious in terms of if we're doing a sport or like anything you know you're like you're, you know I really wanted to do well in it and try and sort of be the best that I could but I think it probably came the super sort of competitiveness sort of came when probably sort of left uni and was like sort of in that balancing point whereby I was just fucking about didn't really and didn't really have a, a true sort of calling in terms of exactly what, what I wanted you, to sort what of do, do? You need, Joe? history of art hello <laughs> okay yeah it's really sort of aligned to what I'm doing now but <laughs> no I mean you go to uni you have a good time I mean like where, we, where we, did you go I was at Leeds okay. University and it was you know same you, as me yeah there Rolling it is Leeds. yeah yeah rolling but I mean you know it was great you I treated unis you know you're getting independence you're having a great time 100%, if you yeah. do you know we were doing bits and bobs work wise you know, this and that and you're just trying to do I mean you could pretty much cram everything into about a week like in terms of those three years it's fucking <laughs> let's be honest I mean like yeah uni I mean like whatever so but you know it's good fun you meet a lot of people you gain independence and I probably should have used the time I think my one regret was 
at, at Leeds was not utilising the time better to go and do other things because you do have yeah. a shitload of time. Um, but, you know, don't really live with too many regrets because it's pointless. But do you think, do you think that, so university for you wasn't one of those places like me. I didn't mm. go there to be further educated. I did. I wasn't no, interested in I went that. backwards yeah, well, in education. That's the same as me. <laughs> I went like, there because, you know. I went there because I wanted to, exactly the same as you, I wanted to, uh, be self-sufficient to understand life yeah. to do those kind of things and subconsciously that kind of happened definitely and I think that you're probably like me if I and Ed actually no Ed because you you were different because you actually were interested in being creative and actually building things and understanding yeah, yeah but I definitely yeah. agree that for me university was all about the kind of independence yeah 100% meeting those new people yeah. opening your eyes to the world that, 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 that's it's that's so much more valuable to like have that instead the course of course could have been a course of one of a yeah hundred I mean unless you're doing you know like I want to be a doctor or X Y Z and you're doing like you know however many years and were you, you were you good at uni as well uh, got two one mate tick the box okay. nice. bang that's all that's all you sort of nice. really need, need out of it but I mean you know I wouldn't you know if if the little like if the little munchkin doesn't want to go to uni I'm not going to be like Get your ass to uni. But that's interesting so, because, you know. you know, you went to you went to Latimer School, um, mm-hmm. you know, privately educated, and you yeah. were brought up that way, you went to university, um, and you have a mm. you have a baby now, but you mm. would say to that baby, hey, you know, if you don't want to follow down that road, I wouldn't want no, that to I happen. think I think you know, I'm not gonna start giving parenting advice pretty fresh into it, but essentially <laughs> but essentially, you know, you, you, you just want them to be sort of happy and have, like, drive. What I would say is, like, if you're going to... If you've got a passion or you've got an interest in something, you should throw yourself wholeheartedly into it as as much as you can and try and be the best at, at that. I think that's... You, you know, look, going to uni is great. It sort of gives you... I think the main thing that we're discussing is independence, which is which is invaluable. Um, but, you know, did I learn a lot in terms of academically? Mm, questionable. questionable. Yeah, very where, questionable. So where does that drive come from then? It's um, a good question, mate. Deep within deep. the belly. The no, no, no. Mate, mate, I think, I, I, you know, I think there's... Well, there's multiple things probably not going to fit it all like in, into this, but you know, my mum and dad are incredibly sort of a great inspiration to me. So is my brother as well, who's you know, and like they're not like you know super CEOs or anything like that. Ben works in property and he's effing good at it um, and super successful. And just I think the mantra and sort of the way that we grew up is you know just if you're gonna. And it wasn't like, you know, there's no forcefulness whatsoever. They just led by example in terms of like, my dad, he's an orthodontist and he's just, if you talk to him, you come out and you're like, hello, I can do anything in the world. Like, you know, you're sort of, it's just really inspiring. And he sort of continues every day to sort of push himself to improve. And I think it doesn't matter what you do. I think, you know, that that sort of spirit in terms of how 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 we saw that and sort of fed off it as as kids for me and Ben, we're we're just not um sort of built in the way that you can just cruise. Yeah. Or it's just not it's just not for me. But that's interesting, Joe, because you're saying what you were like in life, right, is this person and you had grown up, your parents kind of sort of 
subconsciously educated you through this, you throw yourself yeah. into something. If you're going to yeah. do it, it doesn't matter if you're an orthodontist yeah. or you're in property, you do it 100%. Yeah. Give, give 110%. I mean, like, what's the point of not? But I then mean, but then you're saying at university you didn't do that. Yeah, I mean... So, yeah. so then what... what how come yeah, yeah, it's good. Fuck it. Like, here we go. Right. Yeah, the contradictions <laughs> are starting. Because um, no, I agree. I th- I'm, I'm like you and I throw myself wholeheartedly yeah. into something. I think, I think you've got to, I think you've got to find your passion as well. I think... You know, look, some people, some people are, are super happy to go to work and you know, do a nine to five and check in, check out. It's just I'm like essentially unemployable. That's, that's you how say I this would, a lot. Yeah, I, 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 I genuinely think, and I think we're talking about Ed. You mentioned, you know, when did that sort of that sort of trigger sort of happen? I think when I came out of university, you know, I wasn't stimulated. I didn't know exactly like what I wanted to do, and, and essentially, there that builds a sort of anxiety and a slight fear in you as well. You have some people that come out and like, I'm going to be in property or I'm, you know, whatever, yeah. I'm going to go and whatever the fuck it is. But, um, you know, I came out and I was like, la-dee-da, you know, like, you you just have, there was no real like, okay, I'm going to yeah. go and do this, I'm going to go and get stuck in. So I think, you know, for a good few years, right out of the back of, out of, the back of uni, I did like sports marketing, Worked in insurance underwriting, fucking tedious. No offense to anyone, because I've got a couple of great mates, and like his, my one of my best mates' dad was gave me the job. So, but I wanted to kamikaze out the fucking window. So, um, it's and don't get me wrong, it's a great social environment, but it is not for me. Suit and booted, shaved, blah blah blah. And I, just, you know, the bottom line is, I just felt completely lost. I wasn't into the work. They knew that Rupert, the pups, he knew that, um, and and I just got to sort of a crossroads where I was like, you know, I've always had a deep passion in food, love going out to restaurants for years. You know, when you were younger, you know, all I used to watch is food programs. I think you know I had that sort of subconsciously ingrained that you know everyone's sort of like, I'm going to open a restaurant. And da, 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 da. It wasn't sort of like that it was just like I've, I've got a real sort of passion and let's sort of you know I was at a crossroads and luckily you know mum and dad are incredibly supportive and they just gave me a little shunt in the right direction because I was you know I, I was pretty lost and I needed to make a change and, and to get stuck in sat you down one day and well said, I'm, yeah, I'm you know without without sounding you know giving myself a pat on the back I sort of knew that I wasn't going to be there forever and I was yeah. like you know quite young so it was a good time didn't have any responsibilities I was a complete muppet you know like you're just like ooh we've got the perfect opportunity here to go and try something and sort of throw, throw myself about, into it talk to us a bit then about Patty and Bone how did it start what was the so, idea so I mean <sighs> the roller coaster. because what's it interesting before <laughs> that, what's so interesting about that yeah. right is it's Patty and Bone started 10 years ago yeah I think that the, the real 2010. So, well, yeah, so we were... And how James, James Street, the original shop, mate, um, opened November 2012, but it was a, essentially about a two-year, two-and-a-half-year journey just, just to get the shop open, which really was the, the make or break. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. 
Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist. To find out if it's right for you. Break. And that, that's the interesting bit as well, is because, uh, and what Ed and I really relate yeah. to, yeah. is that we started a sweet business yeah. and for 18 months we didn't have sweets. Yeah. And, and it's funny, and what everyone doesn't realize is that they go, right, I'm going to set up yeah. a burger yeah, yeah, restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. But in fact, it's the process. Everyone sees the end product. Yeah, and they course, go, well, this looks easy. Yeah, yeah, oh, 100%. They're like, oh, this is great. You're fucking killing it. I'm like, you have no idea what you're talking about in the best possible way. Because, yeah, you know, if, ever, if it was easy, How everyone would, you know? would do it. But also, just Joe, quickly, there's a, mm. that one minute where uh, you had you, you were about 23, 22 years old, mm. right, in mm-hmm. 2010. Yeah. And you had all this energy, right? Yeah, and your yeah. parents saw yeah. this energy, but it was just about harnessing. I'm slightly that, calmer now. But it was about harnessing that energy. Yeah, definitely. What, what, some of it, you were saying you got pushed in the right direction, but as no, a, it's got to be a drive. As an, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. As an entrepreneur, you know, a lot of people have that you know more intelligent or have uh, better ideas or whatever it is but yeah. there's something within you that went yeah nothing was, was ticking what was that thing you was like right the, i'm gonna do this it was like a moment. ticking time bomb like no no but i think mate you will again mate you sort of hit the nail on the head that there was just something in me that was and you know and i think this is all aligned in terms of you know i felt lost i didn't have like something to really like grab hold of combine that with um you know, like an incredible uh, respect and admiration for like, you know, my dad who, you know, owns his own business and again, just, you know, driving every single day to improve as as a person, you know, not just content at all. And I think, you know, when you combine that with, you know, I love food, um, uh, I just knew that I wanted to do my own thing. And then once it sort of evolved... Because you know, I went and worked at a restaurant in Roast in Borough Market, which was, which is great. It's just sort of got you know because you need to get your hands like dirty. I didn't have like twenty years' experience in the food industry or anything like that. I knew that I had a passion for food and I wanted to get stuck in and just feel it out and see what's what. What came first, Joe? Is it wanting to start your own thing or no? I, I, I think deep down, I always you know I always knew that I wanted to do my own thing. But I think you know the first <clears> steps was get stuck into food and just. And sort of map it out a little bit, and just yeah. and get and get, uh, get a feel of things. And, uh, and uh, how valuable do you think that that, that was, was immense, mate? I knew exactly what I didn't want to do, and, which the, which was key. Yeah, that's so interesting. Sorry, that that bit's amazing because uh, 
you a lot of people um, out there who want to start their business they they go right uh, I'm going to go and uh, build a house but they have no experience yeah. within it yeah, yeah. and you actually went out there and did the thing which no one wants to do is do the tricky bit which yeah, actually yeah. understands. you've got to get your hands you've got to get, and get your hands there I think it's a balance mate you can spend and you know like I, it, it really is a balance you, you know you can't you get people that are like, I'm going to go and get so much experience and X, Y, Z. I think you've got to have a rawness and a naivety slightly and a bit of, you know, a bit of like, fuck it. I'm going to go and shake shit up a little bit, which is which is the fun bit. You're like a burning desire. And there's also fear in that. And that that fear, if you can like motivate that into a driver instead of actually, you know, utilising that instead of it actually drawing you back is, is a really, really great tool to have. And I think, you know, I was... Absolutely, you know, fast forward a little bit after my time at Rose and I went, you know, I went and worked in like the like the kitchen of Leon, like back in old Compton Street back in the day, just, you know, ban the hairnet on just to go and, you know, see that sort of operational side of aspect because at the time, Patty and Bun in my mindset was a bit more like that sort of dynamic as an operation, et cetera. But at, at some point I was like, you know, you can, you need to take a leap of faith. And I actually, you know, that rawness was epic because you're just your tunnel vision and it's fucking exciting and and you okay it's year 2010 yeah. 2012 yeah okay and you're you've had a bit of experience you've gone through all the places Mi- of bar minimal market. minimal yeah. experience yeah you then find out how do you find out and what is the process what do you begin what was the first thing you do to start absolute mayhem mate absolute mayhem no it was, it was so good i mean you know you know, when people ask about like the story of Patty, it gets, it gets, you know, when you get into like the story of, you know, of how you started and stuff like that, the, the best thing explaining is almost this because it's, you know, you're so, I had such a clear vision back then of exactly how I wanted the brand to be, what it needed to mean, how it sort of was going to feel, the tangible, you know, like how's, how you're going to touch the brand, like just everything. And I think, you know, you always need to work sort of from the end point back in terms of like what you want to achieve and then, you know, stay true to that sort of mantra and sort of goal. And I think the, at the time... And that's so key. That's so key. You think that you always need... So... You, Don't get me wrong. You, I mean, you got to evolve. Like, sure, but adapt you... Adapt or die. But, but you but, need you need that destination yeah, where you're 100%. To. I mean, you chat to a lot of people, food, whatever, like, you know, and it's, it's just quite whimsical. <laughs> Like, and I'm not, look, but by far and away, I'm not saying we, we're perfect. We, we're always trying to improve every single day. And, you know, we're making those sort of incremental changes, those trying to gain an inch a day, essentially, to, you know, that really adds up. But but essentially, you know, the spine of what we do and the sort of the, the core ethos and brand DNA, everything, I had a real clear vision in my mind of how it needed to be. And that was like, you know, whatever it was, like eight, nine years ago, which for me... You know, you need to have that mission statement from day one. And it's interesting, Jerry, to hear you talk a lot about brand. For us, mm. I mean, I see a lot of similarities between yeah. us. Yeah, Candy yeah. Kittens really is just yeah. a brand. Yeah, of course. First. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and we really, really believe that. We don't make the sweets yeah. ourselves. Yeah, we yeah. work with partners. And yeah. for us, that's so key. So how did you kind of arrive on that? How did you I, know brand was so important? Um, I'm... I, I mean, it's, you know, obviously, again, like, you know, I sound like a bit of a twat, but like, I'm, you know, I just, I really love, I, I love marketing, I love branding, I, I'm quite creative. You know, it wasn't just, it wasn't just the one thing, we're going to make the best burgers. It was like, you know, and it's funny, internally, we talk about like Patty as a lifestyle. 
it's very much like a lifestyle and and you know in terms of what we believe and like how we want people to experience the brand whether it's you know because it needs to be accessible to all but you could be you know music's a big part of what we do service and like obviously burgers are the are the sort of the corn like you know the spine of everything we that we do but i don't know it's 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 just every part of the chain needs to work i, love, I mean the brand is ace absolutely love it I think cheers guys, man that's, I that's good be, be good job. if i came on in and you were like <laughs> dog shit yeah, no. yeah. it's actually it? our third favorite burger in london <laughs> yeah, that's, that's fine mate as well it's subjective so it doesn't really matter but honestly I do love the brand and is that something you guys created in-house how did you go yeah, about we, that when you first we uh, obviously you know and just for, quickly sorry yeah. just got, did you was it patty and bun called that from the start yeah 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 man, so, I, was, I was having a nightmare with the name like at the beginning but i think this this is everybody sort of, does yeah you do but it's such a good process to have and i think you know answering your question guys the and, and, and going back to you know what you're talking about in terms of like you know the brand and what it means that you talk about brand and stuff like that because it is bigger than just like coming in and having a burger. I mean, like it is we, the mantra was, I want to create the best brand in the world. Obviously I've got a little way to go, but as in like, you know, you want to be reaching for the stars. Yeah. And I think corny, but you know, it needs to be said, but, um, and the brand was, I mean, you know, that is your, that's what you're putting out there. hundred percent. There's and, a wicked and, uh, quote from Jeff Bezos that I read the other day that says, your brand is what people say about you when you're not in the room. 100%. Yeah. And I think it's, that that's, it's, it's banging. That's, it. that's everything. And, and like people know, which, you know, I'm, I'm so, you know, love that, you know, you guys talk about Valley and Bun and it, it sort of, it has emotional like connotations when you talk about the brand now. It's more than just, you know, what people see in terms of, you know, yeah, I'm going to go there and get a burger. It actually means something. There's a sort of a tangibility to it. I think when we were creating or when I was creating the brand back in the beginning, I really just wanted to create something that's very much less is more and simplicity essentially you know the hardest stuff to to do is the simple stuff and we wanted to create you know something that was timeless and fucking hate any sort of naming that has the actual product in it to a certain sentence in like something burger da-da, burger burger da-da. and again each their own but you know I wanted it to be that iconic that you see it and you know you straight away think of you know great burgers it's and you know Paddy and Bun basically I was having a nightmare like I said and we were doing a pop-up about a week or a couple of weeks into sort of like developing the brand in order to sort of gain some traction and sort of you know it was all like pop-ups of the rage and like Twitter and Instagram and all that jazz and which is great just so let me just put it out there. Um, but, um, and I was just sitting in the car and I was literally like, oh, fucking hell, I just can't fucking think of a name. Um, and at the end of the day, I just sort of thought, you know, let's come back to the fundamentals of what we do. It's a patty and a bun. And we just want it to be the best fucking patty and bun that we can possibly do. And I was like, shit, that actually feels right, patty and bun. And then there was, you know, I was thinking, shit, you know, you could, it sounds quite iconic. People could think about you know, like they're sort of, you know, people and shit like that. But, well, it's actually, tough, the branding it's a company process, at the beginning. It's a tough process. And is that any tips for people who are sat there um, listening, thinking, I'm starting this business, I can't name it? Go to the core. Just, just yeah. I would take take a breath, write down, you know, what, you know, on a one-page bit of paper. And I did that quite a lot at the beginning in terms of, like, you know, what is this, what, what do we want to achieve and what does it mean to us and what do we really stand for? 
Um, and that, you know, I wouldn't, you know, some people write like essays, but I think, you know, if you can simplify it down to like the core fundamentals, then a lot becomes clear. And, and what was so interesting about you saying about Patty and Barn is that uh, you didn't follow the norm, right? Everyone was going burger this or burger that. Yeah. And Ed and yeah. I very much go on the same sort of road where mm. we were told this amazing thing that never follow logic because yeah, logic yeah. gets you back to the same yeah, place yeah. as everybody else. Yeah, yeah. Do something completely against the ground. Outside the box. But also... But, I mean, not for the sake of it, Matt. I would, I would say, like, you know, it's... You know, you can talk... I, I suppose <coughs> the great thing about entrepreneurship and stuff like that is it, it's so independent. Like, it's so, you know, it's it's... It's down to the person, their mentality, their psyche, and X, Y, Z. But the fundamentals of it for me was always, you know, be the best that we can possibly be, create the best possible product, and stay true to the brand at all times. And I think, you know, and, and have a vision and really work towards that every single day and don't sort of steer off. It's interesting, Joe, but also, you know, we've spoken a lot about brand and a lot about those mm. situations, but, mm. and that is what you have. But the thing, what we haven't spoken about, which is probably one of the most important things, mm. is finding a site. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. actually that process. Yeah, yeah. And so you're a young guy, you are trying to find a space in the most expensive part in the world, London. Mayhem, yeah. Uh, and you Fucking want to start selling burgers. Yeah, yeah. It's still a nightmare. It's, it is. A nightmare, so, but, but good. But as in, just stay true, people. So, stay true. You can do it. So did you? So you did you have to raise money? How did you find well, the think, site? What happened? Yeah, mate. I think this links in obviously because I, I I know I was deviating in terms of sort of that no, that sort of um, that axle when we've how we've sort of getting going. And I think th th this was like I, I suppose this sort of you know really sort of thick in the skin. This sort of part of the journey in terms of you know going back to like you need that balance of super like tunnel vision like when you're starting out and like you know you're so like hungry and you know what you want to achieve and you like can conquer the world and like all this sort of jazz which which is brilliant because you you need that energy and that drive at that at that point but also on the flip side of that I was just so green and like so naive and I and I, I went on like a burger pilgrimage to like New York, and I just like smashed. I must put on a stone. But that, that naivety is key at the yeah, beginning. You definitely. Know, if you if you look at it like playing a role in a movie, yeah, yeah. if you want to go and play Hamlet in a movie, yeah. don't go and watch how yeah. someone else has done it because yeah. then you're confused about your own. Are you, are you auditioning? Mate, I'm auditioning for, uh, for uh, Hamlet. <laughs> there you go, buddy. <laughs> but it's interesting that you say that you have yeah. to be individual. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. And I think you know, look at the time. It's funny. I look back now, and I was like, fucking hell, I was. In didn't have a Scooby-Doo what I was doing, but in the in the best possible way. And, and I think, you know, that was the, that was the biggest hurdle. Was, you're, you're so isolated. You know, you're so, you know, people are living their lives and they're doing their nine to fives, and some people are doing well, and some people haven't found their calling and stuff like that. And you're trying to get like this. You know, this, you know, I was chatting to mates, being like, I'm going to do the most epic burger joint, like, and get it off the ground. They were like, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah, as in, you haven't got a clue. Who are you? What? What? what, what? Um, and, you know, so I basically went to New York um, for like a week, basically ate every single, and this was back in the time as well. It's really, really important part um, of the sort of London food scene, I suppose, where there was a big sort of shift towards like pop-ups and sort of independent operators. And this was sort of, I would say, the beginning of, well, like the demise of the high street and, you know, and that sort of, that sort of accessible food type pizzas, burgers. Everyone was like, everyone was sick and tired of the same sort of shit. And 
people were becoming a lot more sort of mature in terms of like what they wanted and taste and everything like that. And just basically, you know, a bit of a sort of, yeah, sort of rebellion to, to, to doing things and doing them a lot better and a more accessible sort of price point. Jamie, bad news. That is the end of part one. What? I know, I know. We got there so quick, but don't fear. Part two is coming right up, just one click away. So everybody that's listening, just go over and click part two. Thank you so much for listening. Honestly, it really does mean a huge amount. And we also hope today's podcast has inspired you to move towards your dream or passion. Now, if you like the podcast, please subscribe and leave us a comment. And if you'd like to get in touch, please email us at move at moveclub.co.uk or follow us on Instagram at moveclub. Until next time, this is Move. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.